of Worship, your source for commentary and discussion on worship, theology, and culture. I'm your host, Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones. everyone, and welcome to the Act of Worship podcast. This is Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones uh, here discussing issues related to worship, theology, and culture. Today I'm going to be talking about the scope of Romans 13. Um, discussions of Romans 13 have arisen significantly uh, considering the vast manifestation of ex- executive orders that have been offered during the prevalence of COVID-19. And you may have noticed that uh, various governors, local authorities have issued different types of executive orders, even our president. Um, and I would dare suggest that Romans 13, along with a few other passages and verses of Scripture, is one of the most misused Scriptures in the entire biblical canon. Submission to authorities is vital to godliness, but the scope of Romans 13 is perhaps not what many understand. Uh, In the time when Paul wrote this letter to the Romans, government was corrupt and even persecuted and killed Christians. Paul, however, instructs believers to submit or to be subject to the governing authorities. The Greek word for be subject in this passage is hupotasso, which literally means to place or rank under. Uh, this, This term implies an intentional effort. It's similar to what Paul commands believers in Philippians 2. And to have the same mind as Christ Jesus, uh, namely a mind of humility, considering others better than yourself in Philippians 2.5. Um, these instructions don't mean that someone is less than another person, but the Christians are to act as if that is the case, as Jesus did in his earthly ministry. What I mean by that is I know many people who are thousands of times smarter than I am, um, but are godly, humble men and women who do not act like it. They certainly could and probably would uh, have every right to do so, um, but they don't act like it. Uh, That's humility. Jesus emptied himself, took on the form of a servant, and there's no greater example of humility that can be found except that of Jesus Christ. And to be subject to the authorities then is to consider the governing bodies God-ordained to be higher in rank. Um, and so understanding that being subject to the authorities is an, is an explicit instruction given to God's people, Romans 13 needs to be interpreted and Paul's instructions, um, are are Paul's instructions part of a blanket command to blindly obey governing authorities or is the scope much narrower? And so to answer this question, there are four primary elements I think to consider And I'm going to examine these elements here and then determine the scope of Romans 13. So, um, number one, Romans 13 needs to be considered on an individual basis rather than over the church. He begins his instructions in Romans 13 with, let every person. In other words, uh, the Apostle Paul is directing individuals rather than a group of people. Now, certainly this is written to the Romans, but in this particular instance... He is directing individuals. Christians, individuals, are called to be subject to the governing authorities, but even Romans 13 is seemingly directed towards individuals rather than the church as a whole. Um, John MacArthur recently contended, and you may be aware of 
what's going on in, in Dr. MacArthur's church, um, that he is civilly disobeying the governor and meeting together for corporate worship under uh, against the governor's orders. And he recently can. So this is this is the second part of my argument here. Just because someone speeds, they that does not mean they are not subject to authority. Because even when someone breaks the law, he or she is still subject to authority and may face the consequences of disobedience. So when determining the scope of Romans 13, the degree of the law must be considered. Uh, considered. So what what do we have here? We have the moral law, God's moral law. Um, that, that is transcendent through time. We have civil law, um, uh, often man-made laws. And so I'm not on board with saying that the two are equal. I never will be. Well, I say I never will be. Somebody could change my mind, perhaps. Uh, but I haven't been in a long time. And so someone can't con- can't convince me that, oh, Jonathan, you speed, and therefore you have committed some, uh, sin equal to murder. <laughs> No, I, I I don't buy it, and I never will. Um, again, if you can convince me, then great. Hey, I, I, more power to you. I, I don't see myself changing my mind on that, but may, maybe you can convince me. But here's my conclusion. To use Romans 13 as a blanket argument for blindly honoring the request of the state is both lazy and it's idolatry. Christians need to be mindful of Romans 13 and heed the instruction of the apostle the instructions of the apostle Paul but to use the chapter as a blanket argument for blindly honoring the request of the government and its authorities is both lazy and it's idolatry and to do justice to love mercy and to walk humbly with God according to Micah 6:8 is to honor God first and then honor governmental authorities within the parameters of justice and so the United, uh, the United States, we recently had our celebration of Independence Day just about a month ago. And many churches chose to display nationalistic items, flags and that sort of thing, and center their supposed services of worship around July 4th. Many are offended by those who refuse to pledge allegiance to the American flag. I don't believe that... Uh, the Pledge of Allegiance to the flag in itself is, um, is wrong. Uh, nor that that celebrating the American uh, American freedom is wrong, but early Christians would be baffled and likely angry at the thought that Western Christians would dare bow or give allegiance to the state, especially in the context of Christian worship, and rightfully so. It drives me crazy to see that. We need to be careful that patriotism does not become severe nationalism and therefore idolatry. Romans 13 certainly applies to modern life. Its scope, nevertheless, should be considered before using it as a blanket passage to support injustice. And so we we live in an interesting culture. We have so much going on right now that... Uh, uh, we, we need to be careful that we err on the side of grace and mercy and on the side of God, of honoring God first and foremost above all, that we do not bow to the state, that, that the state is not an idol, and that we do not securely tie or link government or, or nationalism to Christianity. And so when you're considering the scope of Romans 13, we need to realize that God's rule and reign comes first because his rule and reign is eternal. 
Man-made government rule and reign is not. Governments, kings, powers will one day fall and kneel before the king of kings and the lord of lords. And so in even in the scope of Romans 13, we need to realize that no governmental authority has that authority except by God's authority. And so let us honor God first. Let us be good citizens. But uh, when times of challenges arise and we need to civilly disobey, let us do so with boldness and with bravery and with the realization that with God on our side, we can't fail. Even in death, we can't fail. So thank you today for listening to the Act of Worship podcast. This is Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones. Did it, did it.